Welcome to the theater. For everyone's enjoyment, we'd like to remind you of the following rules. No talking. No smoking. No red meat. No freedom of religion. And remember, all marriages must be approved by the Department of Health. Failure to obey these rules will result in immediate loss of citizenship and deportation to the island of Los Angeles. Enjoy the show. Uh, you're listening to Don't Be That Guy, Guy to Sequel Remix. This is episode 291? 81? 91? I think... Are we in the 90s? We're in the... I think this might be 92. Oh, 90. Okay, you know what? I can look. I think John Wick was 91. Let's go. Let's, let's, let's go to our SoundCloud. Page. We are here. We are ready to pounce. Yeah. We are super prepared for the 94. show. 94! Yeah! Wow! I was holy cow! We Shortness were, ten. We were both. Man, we were, we, we were both so, off. We are so close to doing episode three hundred, Rise of the Three Hundred, yeah, or whatever that movie was called. I, I just noticed the bottom of your shoes. I like the bottom of those shoes, Mark. Oh, there's a lot of triangles. Some triangles, some different colors, but I've never really looked. Most, <laughs> primarily flat. Yeah, I've never really looked down there. But the, these are I'm wearing uh, Adidas. Uh, cloud form shoes look like trainers. Uh, I think these I fe- these are located in the uh, casual slash walk section okay. of your uh, okay. of your dick sporting good. But uh, I'm sure I can run in these. Oh, I'm sure they look kind of like trainers. Yeah, like, trainers have a very flat because like for for weightlifting, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Like a really flat bottom, not a lot of tread. Yeah. Like these are kind of like a trail shoe. Yeah, yeah, I see that. Shoe. Uh, Mike's he's he's wearing your your, your Asic. It's the Asic Jail Scram Six, I think. Yeah. Jail Scram Four. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. These, these are these are my new shoe of choice. The yeah. Asics Jail Scram Four. We didn't announce it. But episode two ninety four. That's where we start our sneakerhead podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Mark was in line all morning uh-huh. to get the new pair of Jordans. <laughs> yeah. He was. Three people short in line. He should have woke up half hour. Should have, yeah. You know what I like about the uh, Adidas Cloud Form shoe is uh, to the untrained eye, these could be Yeezuses, Yeezys or whatever. They're called whatever Kanye's Adidas shoe is. Right, right. That weird knit top. These kind of have a knitting. Yeah. Look. um, Do you feel as though your your feet have been uh, had a cloud formed around them in a way? Uh, you know, these are the uh, most comfortable long walking shoes I've owned in a nice. quite some time. I, I I go through shoes quite a bit because uh, I like them, but also when I walk for a long, you know, I was like, oh, my feet kind of hurt in these. I was like, it's got to be the shoe, right? There's got to be a good walking shoe. So I've been experimenting with different. I've, I've owned a pair of Under Armour shoes. Asic shoes. Uh, these ones, uh, I can walk two miles in these. Two fucking miles. Two miles. No problem. Boom. They'll hurt after. You, know? <laughs> you kick your shoes off, you're like, ooh, I feel like I just walked two miles. But Yeah, one of my uh, New Year's resolutions was actually to rotate shoes yeah. more regularly because I I buy a lot of shoes. Yeah. But I'll find a pair that I just wear, 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 wear. Yeah. And I wear shoes out really weird. Just like the way my knees and ankles uh, are, I wear them out like really weird on one side of the sole, oh, just yeah. worn out flat, and then I tear the insides up really quick. And I'm like, I should. I'm a grown man. I got a job. I can buy shoes. I don't. 
I don't need to keep those shoes that long. Yeah. I'll just toss them. I've been tossing a lot of shoes, or Goodwill, if, yeah. if, if there's not a hole in them. I'll go other. So these, these were my workout shoes. Uh-huh. I got other workout shoes that I liked a lot better. Yeah. So these became my regular shoes. My current regular shoes went in the trash because they were worn out. And then I had this other pair of like auxiliary shoes that were really close to my regular shoes. Mm. Those are now my lawn mowing shoes. Mm. I have a pair of, so yeah. My Asics uh, have become my lawn mowing shoes. Gotta have a lawn mowing yeah. shoe. These were my gym shoes, but I've been wearing them to work. Uh, so I'm on the hunt for a new gym shoe. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, I highly recommend the new Balance uh, Minimus 40. Oh. It's a great gym and training shoe. Yeah, that sounds like good. Yeah, and I like a good Minimus shoe. Yeah, it's a yeah. Min- Minimus V40, I think. Yeah. Highly recommend. Yeah, Look, I, these Just Cam 4s were, were good. Yeah. I, I've, I've done a lot with uh, different soles or arch supports or whatever. I don't know what it means, but my the most comfortable shoe I wear are my Converse shoes. Just straight up all stars, yeah. Which have nothing. There's a reason they've been making those shoes yeah. for a hundred years, Mark. And so I think that's why I just need a mimic for a gym shoe. You know, I just buy a pair of Converse for my gym shoes. Maybe I, I should buy. I haven't had a pair of those in twenty yeah. years. I should buy a pair of those. In but you think they wouldn't be comfortable for like long distance walking because you know it's just a piece of flat, yeah, sole with like canvas wrapped around it. But those, those I can walk two point five miles. You know what they say: if it's not broke, don't yeah. fix it. I might go three miles. In a converse, but yeah, they uh, you know those get worn real fast though. That's an easy shoe to tear. Mm-hmm. You know, walking in it, getting a hole. Yeah, and if you're if you're if you're at all walking in like wet conditions. Oh, once you get once you get a converse wet or it, cold, it, there's no coming back. You from might as well throw in trash. Might as well. Yeah, <laughs> can't pop that in the dryer. No. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna get all warped and weird. That little that, that plastic <laughs> the toe cap toe cap bag that's gonna get all funky once you throw it's that in the washer. Shrink and be all weird. Yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah, well, outside of uh, buying shoes, what, what what are you even watching? Um, I didn't get to watch a whole lot. I had a a fairly busy two weeks. Oh yeah, but so dipped into the uh, Chernobyl miniseries. Yeah, it's very good. I think we have. Uh, the fifth episode left. There's five episodes. Okay. One left that. I hear Rush is not stoked about this miniseries. Yeah, I don't, you know, I I don't know. I know what Chernobyl is. Yeah. I've always been fascinated with the idea of this abandoned, these abandoned towns around yeah. this nuclear reactor. I'm not stoked for people dying due to nuclear radiation no. poisoning. I'm not stoked for an event like that to occur. Yeah. But I've always been like into kind of weird things. Uh-huh. And Chernobyl is a weird thing. But so I don't but I don't know a whole lot about how accurate yeah. or, or the true thing and I think it's because they are very secretive about it. Yeah. Um so I don't know what's true, what's not true. Mm-hmm. And if it is fairly true, then yeah, Russia should be a little pissed. Oh, okay. Uh that their secrets have gotten out. Yeah, I don't know anything about it. Um, I haven't dipped in the miniseries. I saw one person on Twitter who was just, you know, saying it is kind of weird. It'd be like if Russia did a 9-11 miniseries, uh, which I go, I'd watch that. Doesn't Russia kind of make weird movies to begin with? Yeah, I don't I don't know. I mean, I think there may, if there's some state secrets that yeah. are maybe not necessarily like top secret secrets, but there's some things that they rather not the rest of the world know uh-huh. about how the government treated the, yeah. the you know the disaster. Then yeah, maybe they would 
shouldn't be. But yeah, I get it though. It, yeah. it is like it's their thing. Mm-hmm. It's their event. They own it. Why is why is it being acted on TV by by a bunch of British people? Yeah. Well, they're they're, they're the best actors. Mm-hmm. Truly, they are. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but that, I do get it. Yeah. Like I get why they may not be like, hey, that's our thing. We that's our yeah. issue. We should be the ones making a uh, quote unquote tribute. It's not really a tribute. Yeah. I don't know. Huh. Good miniseries, though. I might have to dip in. All I know about Russia is what I've learned from uh, the movie Miracle and Yakov Smirnoff. So, there you go. I don't know a lot about Russia. <laughs> uh, and then the only other thing I watched that's on my list, I may have watched something I didn't think about. Noir Alley, Saturday Night. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was a movie called Nora Prentice. Mm. And it was a borderline film noir. It was an interesting movie. Uh, the the title character Nora Prentice wasn't even the main person in the film. It was a guy. I can't remember his name or the actor's name, but he was really good in it. But uh, yeah, so Nora Prentice is from 1947, starring Anne Sheridan. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's what I watched. Yeah, well, those are things. Yeah, that was it. That was it. It was, it was it was a light watching couple weeks for me. I had a. Are, had are a you a big on. little lies guy? That's back. Uh, we didn't get to dip in okay. yet, but yeah, we'll be in on that. Um, love the first season. Kind of wish they weren't making a second season, yeah. but they are, and I will. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, what do you what do you got on the list? I I didn't see a lot either. Um, I'm rewatching Scrubs. Oh, it's a good show. That's I a enjoy good that show. show. That's a good. You know. You know every. I feel like everyone should have that like sitcom you throw on for me. You know, I, I've done it with The Office. I went back and rewatched Parks and Rec. Uh, 30 Rock, I think, was my last one last year. And I was like, yeah, what a good sitcom. You know, you come home, 7 o'clock, come and watch, throw on a couple episodes of something. Uh, so, so I'm doing Scrubs. Scrubs is a fun one. I went through season one, but it's a fun show. I did I did that one about three or four years ago. Did not ago. realize it came out in 2001. I would have sworn it was like the same time The Office came right, out. Right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I did that one three or four years ago. Yeah, yeah you're right. That is a... Getting through the scrubs we watch. Did watch some movies. Um, Netflix original. I watched Always Be My Maybe. It's a rom-com starring Ali Wong and Randall Park. Yeah, that one's getting a lot of uh, plugs it's, on my YouTube. Yeah, and... it's fine. It's good. I, I enjoyed it, but, you know, it's fine. There is a celebrity cameo in it uh, for about five minutes of the movie that is hilarious and does make the movie. Right? Okay. Thinking back to the movie... That's the funniest part of the movie, is this celebrity cameo for about five minutes of the film. Um, uh, so, yeah, do that. But, you know, it's your, it's your standard rom-com. Boy meets girl. Will they, won't they? I don't know. Comedy around this romance story. Uh, Always be my maybe. It's a play off that Mariah Carey song. Uh, made up to the Phoenix. <laughs> I didn't get it till the end. Spoiler alert, they play that song. <laughs> Over the end credits, and I go, oh, I get it now. Always be my baby. Uh, <laughs> made it out to the theater, and I saw uh, Rocket Man. Oh, okay. This is great. I loved it. it it's so good. Um, I did not know this from the trailer or any research. I don't know if this is a spoiler or not. Uh, it's a musical. It's it's like fantastic. So it's not like a straight. You know, it's not it's not a Ray or um, uh, Walk the Line. Like it's kind of fantastical, and I think okay. that really works with Elton John's music. Yeah, sure. Um, so it's great. Yeah, it's you know I don't know how much how accurate 
it is. Or, you know, I, I think um, timeline-wise, like, the songs don't make sense, but, you know, there they wasn't a chronological thing. They were just using songs that fit a uh, theme of Elton John's life, you know, to cool, kind of cool. do. Uh, what's great, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of very, uh, yeah, kind of, kind of a fantasy, uh, but sorry, Elton John. I feel like I learned a little bit about him. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I love Elton John's music. Yeah, so that, uh, that's good. Yeah. Been, to a, been to a concert. I think that's one of those movies that maybe I'll try to, like, hold off uh-huh. and double feature that with, like, a Bohemian Rhapsody. We, uh, so I talked with my wife, and we really enjoyed Rocket Man. Loved it. Like, it's one of those, you know, I, I haven't thought about Elton John in a while, um, but you come out of that song, or the, 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 the movie, and you can't help but have his song stuck in your head. Sure. And then, you know, and it was, we, we caught like a two o'clock showing on a Sunday. Came home, time to cook dinner. It's like, put some Elton John. Yeah, man. And not only that, not only were we listening to Elton John, but then because it's a musical, the soundtrack's also very fun to listen to as well because, you know, it's, uh, um, you know, it, it, it's an Elton John song, but maybe different people, you know, kind of, and, 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 you know, it's more like, you know, it's not the straight song. It's kind of gotcha. yeah, playing it into the to the, the kind of like what maybe they did with uh, like um, across the universe. Yes, yes, or that's what. Like that. Yeah, that's kind of the comparison. I would think is yeah, kind of very across the universe. Yeah, cool. Uh, although that wasn't about the Beatles, but same way using the Beatles songs to yeah. uh, to tell a story. Um, yeah, what, gonna... what do you think of that movie? Uh, yesterday, have you seen the trailer for that? I have seen the trailer. That's an for interesting that. concept, it and is. it's one of those where I think. You just go see it. If the movie's bad or good, you just go. God, I love those songs. I I, I think it is an. Int- I think it. It's a. I think it looks awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, I watched that trailer. It looks fun. It looks like you know, uh, like a good popcorn movie. But then yeah, they just play all those songs. You're like, these are great. Yeah, and just and yeah. the whole the whole idea, the premise of of it is, yeah, kind of like that'd be nuts. Yeah, we're talking about the movie. What, I wonder how that came to be. Like. Did someone have the rights to those Beatles songs and then just found a very creative way to put them into a movie? Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah. But, yeah, very, I feel like we're talking about go look for the trailer for yesterday. It's, uh, what? Yeah, and you know, it's interesting. I, Something like, happens, only one guy knows, or in this world, the Beatles don't exist except for one guy knows One it. guy remembers the Beatles songs, yeah. yeah. I'm interested in Rocket Man more now because I didn't know it was a musical. Yeah, I didn't get that from the trailer I thought it was all. just a biopic mm-hmm. thing and... I love musicals, yeah. So now I'm more interested in it. Mm-hmm. But I do think maybe I just uh, went and double feature that with Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. I've oh. seen that yet either. So we were saying, so we left and uh, had Ellen John stuck in our head and talking about the, and my wife. I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was super fun and like you know the whole time he's got a big grin on your face because you're just listening to the Ellen John hits and uh, it, it. That's where we walked away. I was like neither one of us has seen Bohemian Rhapsody and we kind of want to see that now and kind of just compare like a you know straight biopic that got a lot of love last year and this movie I don't know if, I don't think financially it was like you know it's not the, the not like we, we talked about Bohemian Rhapsody was in theaters for like 40 weeks yeah so I don't know I don't know how Rocket Man's gonna do but uh, yeah so no, it, it inspired us to watch Bohemian Rhapsody one day I get the feeling that Rocket Man is suffering from a Bohemian um, yeah. Rhapsody over uh, hangover, right? Because it is just like they started to put out previews and stuff to Rocket Man when Bohemian Rhapsody was in the theater yes. and like getting all this, you know, Academy Award buzz and stuff. 
and then it comes out after in the summer. Mm-hmm. Like I think maybe everyone's like, ah, I don't know. Yeah, I kind of had that a little bit when I was when I first saw the trailers. I was like, I don't know because it's it's kind of that Armageddon Deep Impact yeah. thing. Like, oh, who's copying who? Right. Kinda but like, yeah, this was really good. Um, yeah, I think at the end, who, I think it's it a great Joel, double feature. Joel Edgerton is Elton. Taron Egerton. Taron, very young actor. Taron Egerton. Yeah, I think he's like yeah. Or mid twenties year old guy, but it, it works. He was in that Robin Hood movie. Yeah, with Jamie Foxx. He got same same guy. That, yeah, yeah. Okay. and he, he Kingsman. Kings, yeah, Kingsman. That's, he was in yeah. that, but uh, it works. As, yeah, it's. I mean, it's kind of his. You know, it's Elton John. Um, you know, as he's kind of go like finding success. So it's, which, um, yeah, I don't know if it's a spoiler. Do people know about Elton John? Very young guy when when, yeah. uh, when that album hit, and uh, you know. Skyrocketed him, yeah. So and maintained to this day, yeah. Maintained yeah. through the Lion King, which is in 1996, yeah. I guess. Right. I went to a concert three years ago, I think. I mean, even buying nosebleed tickets for Elton John, I think they were like seventy-five dollars a seat for the one he's doing at the uh, the baseball stadium. No, it was at the arena. Oh, oh, the, the last time he was here. Yeah, last yeah, time yeah. he was here. I'm like. I mean that's the, the the demand for him is still massive. Yeah, he's doing his farewell too. Yeah, right. Yeah. The farewell. Oh, is he coming to the arena? No, no, oh. not this time. This was this was the last time he came to. Yeah, this was like two or three years ago. Yeah. Um, watching the movie and now knowing that there was a farewell tour, um, it was kind of one of those I watched the movie. I was like, that ah, would be cool to see him live. Yeah. Yeah. He seems like quite the showman. It was good. It I don't. Was know, good. I don't. Again, I don't want to spoil this, but. Elton John, he's a little charismatic. Yeah, a little, little bit. I don't know if people got that a little bit. from, you know. The coolest thing they did at the concert was they had a camera on just showing his hands play piano. Oh. And that was up on the screen, and that was really I cool. did watch a YouTube uh, promotion for the movie, and it was Elton John doing a performance somewhere. I think it was in France or something. He had brought in Taron Egerton, or Edgerton on stage, and they sang together. Oh, nice. And, uh... That was the cool, yeah, it was the, the camera on, on his hands. Kind of. Very cool. Yeah, doing that. And yeah, they, they, they kind of did a little duet. Uh, so, yeah, that's what I, two, two movies. But uh, two good movies, two fun nice. movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to try to get out. Uh, I don't know. Is hot releasing? Well, no. I mean, Dark Phoenix Bomb, that was like supposed to be, I think, the big. That's Last the, week. That was the song. That's the X-Men movie? X-Men. Um, Godzilla. We got a King of the Monsters coming out. Uh, I had a guy on my Facebook feed yeah. just post, go see Godzilla, and then period, and then now, period. Oh. I'm like, was that good? I don't know. I'm, I, maybe I'll go see it in theaters. I don't know. He said go <laughs> see it. Now. now. I saw a guy on Twitter. This was my favorite. Um, about Godzilla. And it said, had Godzilla not opened the same weekend as Rocket Man and Secret Life of Pets, too, it would have done much better. And I was just like, yeah, man, that's how movies work. <laughs> if they don't open against anything, they'll probably be number one. Yeah. But yeah. unfortunately, other movies are going to try to open that same weekend because they go, oh shit, we're opening against Godzilla? Yeah, we'll take it. We'll take that weekend. We'll take our chances. <laughs> we'll, we'll release the what, Secret Life's 2. <laughs> Didn't see that. Did enjoy Secret Life's Pets 1. Yeah, I like Secret Life of yeah. Pets. It's okay. They switched out Louis C.K., though. Yeah, I caught that in the preview, actually. I'm like, that is Pat Oswalt now, huh? I saw it, and I was like, really? They're going to let Louis C.K. voice another? <laughs> I'm like, 
you know, whatever. The guy wants to do stand-up, you know, hey, see him or don't, you know? And right. I'm not in the stand-up world if people within want to exile him for, you know, abusing his power. That's that's their business to, to do. But he probably shouldn't be the voice of a cartoon character. Probably not. That's, what, that's where I do no. kind of jump in. I was like, yeah, people have the right to work. But also, like, yeah, we don't need to put, like, Chris Brown on Disney Channel. Yeah, a kid's feature. Yeah. I don't need a kid Googling Louis C.K. <laughs> Going, huh, I like this voice of Max. What else has he done? <laughs> Going down that BuzzFeed rabbit hole <laughs> at six. And you know, kids, they know how to work their iPads. Mom, what's a blow job? <laughs> yeah. Well, that wasn't his thing. You know, he just liked to, like, uh, you know, jerk off in plants or something. I get him and Harvey Weinstein mixed up. <laughs> Let's see what we got. We got, um, yeah, Dark Phoenix, Aladdin, uh, Godzilla, King of Monsters. I mean, the top, and then Secret Life Fest, the top four movies, none of the highest rated ones are 56% of Ron Tomato, which isn't a, you know, as we say, not a great indicator, but it's also a little bit of an indicator. Yeah, we're kind of in a, a lull. Yeah, what do we got coming up, though? Dog, the dog days of spring. Yeah, um... I mean, I guess Toy Story 4, that's going to be the big movie. Oh, that one's going to make a lot of money. But outside of that, man, what nothing really I'm looking forward to. When's that Bill Murray movie hitting? Uh, I think that's getting a, a soft rollout this weekend. Okay. Limited release? Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess I'll... When's that Lighthouse movie? Do you want to see that? What's the Lighthouse movie? Oh, yeah, dude, there was a, pre- there was a preview. I think, it, I think it premiered at Cannes. It's the the guy who did the witch. He's doing another oh thing. the oh no no I'm He's thinking of the guy who did Hered- Hereditary because that movie the follow up to Hereditary that was freaky. At the doll one. No, that's the one where oh Hereditary was the doll one. Okay. They make miniatures. This new movie, it's like oh let's go to Sweden. That'll be a good time. That trailer does not make it look like oh, a good I don't time. Think I've seen that one. I still I think I, it's like a Swedish term I, summer home or something. Oh like yeah, that one looks yeah. fucked up. That's what it's called. That movie looks fucked up. Yeah, I did put Hereditary on my watch list. I don't know Lighthouse. It's gonna though. happen soon. I don't see it in fall release maybe. Looks awesome though. It's got Willem Dafoe in it and um, one of the vampire dudes, Robert Pattinson. Brian Robert Pattinson. Oh, yep. New and Batman. It looks maybe. Freaking awesome. Yeah. Horror? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think I heard a podcast talk about this. Yeah. yeah I think it's a horror. I mean, I. Uh, like, Willem Dafoe plays a lighthouse um, keeper. Yeah. And Robert Pattinson is like his apprentice. Yeah. This guy. I think I heard someone talk about this and that it looked good. It, or, the, or they saw it at Cannes. The preview looked awesome. Yeah. There was like a YouTube preview. Or, yeah, I think I saw a YouTube, maybe AV Club or something. But I was like, damn, that looks awesome. And, um,. And I really like The Witch. Yeah. And so it's the same direct writer, director, I believe. I haven't seen The Witch, but I would like to see it. Now that I'm, uh, uh, I feel like, uh, I'm, 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 I'm cool with horror now. So now I need to go back and kind of see some of those, uh, highly touted horror movies that I just said, I'm not into horror, so I'm not going to see this. Well, that's why, like, I want to watch Hereditary. Yeah. Because you, you told me that's super great. I, I really enjoyed that. And I still haven't seen Paranormal Activity, which you... They've also told me you liked. Wait, Paranormal Activity? Yeah, years ago. I don't think I've ever seen Paranormal Activity. You haven't? No. Is there something else like that, though? I don't know. Hidden, like a discovered feature? <sighs> discovered film? Maybe movie? it was Paranormal Activity. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. 
Hereditary. Hereditary. Oh, The Conjuring. Oh, yes. Like The Conjuring. Not found footage. Not found footage. Okay, yeah. The Conjuring. Is Hereditary a sequel to The Conjuring, or are they separate? Separate. All right, I gotta watch both of those. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm back into horror now. Conjuring, that's like, uh, you got your Conjuring 2, which I liked. Okay. But then you got, like, Annabelle and The Nun. That's the That's dullest. all Conjuring? I haven't seen any of that. Okay, so... I'm thinking of The Conjuring. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Because you 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 watched it and and The Conjuring two. Yes. With your mom was visiting. Yes, sister. Your sister was Halloween. Visiting. It was like Halloween yeah. weekend. Good to watch. That's what you told me. Yeah. And then I was also like, I still. Get, and then you talked yeah. about Hereditary on the show. I still see that. Yes. I was confused because in Hereditary, uh, they one of the one of the characters makes miniature. Oh, okay. Dolls. So I was like, oh yeah, the doll movie. I guess it's one way to classify it. Okay. Yeah. That's a weird hobby to make, I guess. Making miniatures. Both are on watch list for me. Okay. I think you can skip Paranormal Activity. I'll skip that one. Yeah. Um, it's so yeah. out of date now. Also, skip uh, The First Purge, because that was the one I also saw this year. Did not like oh, okay. It. So, go ahead and skip that. <laughs> we'll do. Yeah. We'll do. Uh, and then, it looks like you have a lot of time, because I can't see anything coming out this summer I want to see. I'm, well, I, boom. Don't know if I'm going to see Shaft or Men in Black 3, which I think would be the other big movies that are uh, being advertised a lot to me. Yeah, those both look like shit. Yeah. To be completely honest. Um, all right. Yeah, well, we watch movies at home. That's what, that's how we... Well, I don't know where you saw it. I guess you could have found a uh, drive-in still showing this. That would have been awesome, yeah. actually. We watched 1996's sequel to... Oh, let me get to my years here. Uh, to... That's not it. 1981's... Escape from New York. We watched Escape, John Carpenter's Escape from Los Angeles, L.A., if you will. Uh, 1981's Escape from New York uh, stars Kurt Russell, uh, as well as Ernest Borgnine, Donald Pleasance, Isaac Hayes, Lee Van Cleef. It is uh, a, what, what is it? it's a dystopian? Post-apocalyptic? Post-apocalyptic? Something's happened? I'd say it's a po- post-apocalyptic. Post- yeah, I guess. What's the difference between post-apocalyptic and dystopian? Dystopian is just for, like, nothing works, right? I think... Dystopian is no, just, like, the shit. No, post-apocalyptic is, like, a major event uh, to change the world. Dystopian, I believe, is, like, an oppressive government oh, overall okay. overarching thing oh. is... So we'll get into it, but... So could Escape from L.A. be dystopian? Yeah. 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 I, I, I don't really... But it's the future. It could skirt the same it's, line. Yeah. Uh, it, it is a... It's, 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 it's a movie set in the 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 not-too-distant future, 1997. <laughs> is when this movie's set in 1981. Uh, Manhattan has been turned into a maximum security prison. When the United States president crash lands into the city after fleeing a hijacked plane, a ruthless prison warden bribes ex-soldier and criminal Snake Plissken to rescue the president, who's being held hostage. Did you go back and watch Escape from New York? I didn't, but I have seen Escape from New York within the last 365 days. Okay. I went back and watched it, and watching it, I go, I don't think I've ever actually sat and watched Escape from New York. (laughs) Um, I think I've seen Escape from L.A. several times. And watching, I go, I don't think I've ever actually seen this movie. Uh, what are your thoughts on Escape from New York? I think Escape from New York is a decent action movie. Yeah. Th- that was my takeaway. Not great. Not great. Not, like, one of the greats of, especially of, like, the 80s, but maybe, like, early 80s. Uh, 
but it is solid. It is fine. Especially when, you know, other movies we've done, kind of within this decade, if we can around 10 years, um, this is just as good, or if not better, than Death Wish. Sure. And, you know, that style, you know, that type, that, yeah. that, that area of action movie. And, it, and and the main character is cool as hell. Yeah. That, I, I think it's what really sells the movie. And it starts with his name. Wait, it starts with his name? What makes him so cool? Oh, yeah, yes. Yeah. His name? name? Snake. Snake Pliskin. We'll get into this. Um, <laughs> that, 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 I'm wearing shirts. I just say we'll get it. But <laughs> so both movies, he starts call me Snake, but at the end, it's call me Pliskin. Call me Pliskin. Why? Um, I don't know. <laughs> it's it, it's something that happens in both movies. <laughs> it's it's cool. I, I you know, think it's fun. I, I think it call may be Snake. It, 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 it may be because. Maybe he doesn't want you calling him by his first name, which he enjoys, uh-huh. when he, when he's pissed off at you. Yeah. I don't know. Do you think it is just a, uh, no matter what that guy said, he'd say the opposite? So if the Yeah, movie, yeah. It's just point. a, it's just fuck you, authority figure. Yeah. That, if the guy was like, in the beginning of the movie, was like, all right, Snake, he would be like, call me Pliskin. I think you're right. Just whatever that guy said, he's like, I'm just going to say the opposite thing. Yeah. Just to fuck with you. Okay, I didn't know if it was supposed that, to that signify might... a character change, which, you know, if, if you, you never seen the movie, you, you kind of feel like, oh, you know, if you're just interested in Pliskin, you go, oh, this, this is a bad dude, but you learn, maybe he's a good dude. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. So maybe Snake to Pliskin is like a change, but he does it in both movies. Yeah, I think um, it's a, a, what they call it, Occam's Razor? Oh, yeah. The, uh, the most obvious, is that Occam's Razor? Is that? The most obvious. Yeah. So the most obvious uh, solution to present itself is, or whatever. The, the, the answer is the most yeah. obvious. Schrodinger's cat? Schrodinger's, yeah. It, cat may be dead. Pav, Pavlov's goldfish? But we never know. You never know. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, so this movie. Um, we just sounded really dumb. Yeah. Let me rephrase that. I just sounded really dumb. Well, and then I couldn't back it up because I was like, I don't know. Psychology. <laughs> Uh, yeah, a Freudian slip, right? And then we're like, you say something uh, that you just mess up your words, and people go, "Oh, you probably had something else on the brain." Yeah, yeah, that's all I know, and I don't even think I got that right. <laughs> Psychology one on one for you. Yeah, uh, let's see. There, there's no financial information about um, Escape from New York, which we come across yeah. with these early. 70s, 80s movies. Okay. So, I, I don't know that's box fine. office wise. That's fine. Um, I imagine it was fairly popular. It'd probably be a good drive in movie. Oh, yeah, this would be super That'd fun. be a really cool drive in yeah. movie. Now, is it called Escape from New York or is it called John Carpenter's Escape from New York? So, looking this movie up, and this was kind of annoying to search in, uh, especially Box Office Mojo. I don't know if you ever use that website. No. To look up uh, movie financial information. You have to type it exactly, and it was annoying because I couldn't just type Escape From and get both New York and L.A. because one of them started with John Carpenter's, which was Escape From L.A. Right. This is just called Escape From New York. And but, like, Halloween is John Carpenter's Halloween. Is this Is this after Halloween, though? Yeah, it, Halloween 79 or 78? 78, 78, 79, somewhere in there, yeah. 
so they're like, okay, John Carpenter, you did Halloween. You're a badass. Yeah. Go ahead and make whatever movie you want from here on out. But you got to take your name off it. <laughs> is it John Carpenter's The Thing? Ooh. Let's see. John, let's, just, let's look up John Carpenter, who is still alive and kicking, because I follow him on Twitter. And he oh. tweets about playing video games and stuff. <laughs> uh, great follow. Warriors fan. Oh, so he, he's been pretty active. Some ups and downs lately. Yeah, but I think, uh, you know, sw- swinging back, is ball in his court. All right. Uh, we'll get into it, but I do love that basketball scene in Escape from L.A. And if Levy Lee is like, why wasn't that a playground game? And why wasn't it called the Escape from L.A.? <laughs> you know, you play horse. Like, ah, fuck horse. Let's play Escape from L.A. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. So we got... Is this okay? We got John. That's okay. We got the fog. So we have John Assault on Precinct Thirteen. Um, right, so his first movie is called Dark Star. Then we have Assault on Precinct Thirteen, John Carpenter's Halloween, The Fog, Escape from New York, The Thing, Christine, Starman, Big Trouble in Little China, Prince of Darkness, They Live. So, oh, and then you have Escape from LA listed as. Escape from L.A., not John Carpenter's Escape from L.A. Oh, I thought it was, I thought it was pretty, ob- it was pretty, like, John Carpenter's Escape from L.A. Yeah, and that's how they have it in uh, Rotten Tomatoes yeah, I mean, and on Box Office Maybe it just goes by who, who penned it. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess there's no uh, telling, but, <laughs> yeah. Um, you just call them all Escape, John Carpenter's. Yeah. Even movies they didn't direct. Yeah, why not? I, you, know, you know what might get me to go to the theater? John Carpenter's Shaft. I might go see that. Yeah, we're talking. Yeah. Uh, I'll probably rent Shaft. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, any other... So, yeah, no financial information. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, though. Uh, do you want to take, take, take a guess on Escape from New York? Oh, man. Uh, 72. 87. Oh! Uh, based on 61 critic reviews. Uh, the critic, critical consensus is featuring an atmospherically grimy futuristic metropolis. Escape from New York is a strange, entertaining jumble of thrilling action and oddball weirdness. That's a great explanation. I think they nailed it. It is. It is a grimy look at the future. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 1997? Fucking nuts. 1996 happened. We were like, shit. Shit is getting real. We are, we are a year away. Uh, so we fast forward... Fifteen years later. That's a long time for that a follow-up. That is a long time to go to State Pliskin returning in John Carpenter's Escape from L.A. It's 16 years after Snake Pliskin's rescue of the president of New York. Now, a different president is in power and declares the United States to be a land of moral superiority. No smoking, no red meat, no freedom of religion, and no unimproved marriages. A massive earthquake has hit Los Angeles, leaving it in ruins and completely surrounded by water. From this new island hell rises an army of discontent led by brutal South American revolutionary Cuervo Jones. L.A. has become an anarchist state. The president deports all immoral and therefore criminal citizens of the U.S. to the City of Angels. However, his own daughter Utopia joins forces with Cuervo, taking with her the key to a doomsday device that could send mankind back to the Dark Ages. Once again, Snake is recruited by the President's men to complete an impossible task. Penetrate the Sodom of that is L.A., retrieve the device, and eliminate Utopia. Was this your first time watching it? That was quite the write-up. Especially compared to the last one, which was like four sentences (laughs) in and out. This this might have been penned by John Carpenter. (laughs) 
Was this your first time watching uh, Escape from Los Angeles? It was. It was okay. I had never seen Escape from Los Angeles. This was a movie I watched as a kid, and then as an adult, I go, yeah, I've seen Escape from New York. I've seen it. (laughs) Right. Snake Plissken. Yeah. Saying stuff. Call me Snake. Uh, Initial thoughts watching Escape from L.A. John Carpenter's Escape from L.A. This movie is fucking insane. Yeah. It's a bananas movie. It is so crazy. It's a weird time in movie making, too. This is 1996. Why does this movie kind of look like shit? But I was going through the list of other movies that came out in 1996, and I think it was just movies were trying to figure out how to do CGI. Yeah, and I, you know, I I really enjoyed, in this movie, the setup. Mm -hmm. Where they're, like, talking about the massive earthquake and and that stuff. That stuff actually looked pretty good. Yeah. Um, But then the movie started and things quit looking so good. Yeah. Uh, I do love that about both movies, the intro. It feels like a video game. Yes. Like, just this narration and just... You know, I, I know sometimes too much, um, you know, talking about plot kind of is like, uh, show me, don't tell me. But sometimes it just helps, and especially in these type of movies where it's like you, you're creating a world. Knock it out in two minutes with, with some cool um, computer. You know? Yeah. Especially the first one where they just kind of explain, they, you know, they draw the, draw the, uh, the fence yes. around Manhattan and then it's like. The bridges have been mined. <laughs> mined. Yeah. And they pop up on the bridge. Boop, boop, boop. Little explosions. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, let's just dive right into it. Uh, what, what did you like about Skip from L.A.? I liked how... I liked how outrageous it was. Yeah. I I don't... I did. I did. I liked absolutely how crazy it was. He went from one crazy trope to another crazy trope. Yeah, this movie, re-watching it, uh, I was like, this is like a great, like, B-movie. Like, I understand that if this became a cult, like, this is why a movie should become, like, a cult following. Like, it just seems like, like an outrageous, like, B-movie. And it's crazy that this movie's, like, in the theaters, like, it's, like, Independence Day. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that also came out at that time, and it's like, I was looking at, so, just the top grossing movies, and just kind of how the CGI of it worked is, you know, in 1996... Where's my list? Uh, Independence Day was the number one movie in America. People couldn't get enough of it. Twister, Mission Impossible, Jerry Maguire, Ransom, 101 Dalmatians, The Rock, The Nutty Professor, The Birdcage, Time to Kill. Um, I was trying to get through, like, but, like, uh, Space Jam was also in in that year. Um, Broken Arrow, Dragon, like, just Dragonheart, like, another super CGI movie. It was a weird time for movies. Yeah, it was. Because you see a movie like Escape from LA in theaters, and you're like, all right, yeah, this is what this is how movies look, right? And you see Independence Day, and it's like, holy shit, they blew, they blew up the White House. Yeah. I don't know how they did that. Or Dragonheart, you know, the, the dragons, from what I recall, looked pretty fucking good. Yeah. That. They have Twister, which I was like, were there parts of Twister that kind of looked super shitty? I don't remember. I think when they're driving, and like, in the, it was like cows and stuff, I was like, oh, that didn't look real. Yeah, I don't know if it looked bad, or just was so like... There's a cow yeah. flying by. Philip Seymour Hoffman's and in it. Just driving. Yeah. Yes. In all those, it always like like if a house is flying, why is your car not flying? But I'm a Bill Paxton, right? So I'm in on Twister. Yeah, I'm all the way in on Twister. Well, they make a sequel. We're gonna remake it. We're we're gonna do Twister. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. 
Yeah, it, it was super out, out, outrageous. It was a transition um, period. Yeah. It really was. There was these big big budget things that were finding in the studios, seeing how far they could push their limits mm-hmm. and do it. And then there was the, the, the stragglers. Yeah. The John Carpenters, if you will. You know, much respect, John Carpenter. I like uh-huh. your work. That were just still like, oh, we got this new tech here, but mm, so, it just doesn't mesh well. This is IMDb trivia. Take it for what it's worth. But the film is known for having rather poorly produced CGI. This was due to the fact that the employees at the visual effects house, Buena Vista Visual Effects, had never dealt with computer graphics before and didn't know how to achieve them properly. Yeah, there it and is. That's, yeah, it's like we were just in this transition period where we're moving to like CGI. Yeah. And, uh, you know, John Carpenter, you think of like the thing, uh, you know, very practical effects. Yeah. And all of a sudden, his movie's like, oh, well, we can do kind of stuff where he drives the submarine off that bridge. And then, then you see the end result. I was like, "Oh, that that looks shitty." Yeah. Or just him surfing looks bad. Looks bad. Yeah. Also, don't know how they couldn't nail this. Steve Buscemi driving in his car looked bad. Like, <laughs> that shouldn't even be CGI. How is this so, look so awful? Unless Steve Buscemi doesn't know how to drive. In which case, all right. He's a New Yorker. He's never driven yeah. a car. They pulled it off. <laughs> yeah, I did. Um, it was it was our like the uh, the. Um, uh, plastic surgery. Seeing the, the like, that's just a weird. That was weird. Those people's faces. Like, Bruce Campbell. Yeah. What the Bruce. fuck? So, Escape from it, it's such a bizarre movie uh, because it is, and I don't know if it's just purely a satire on Californian lifestyle, right? Or is it uh, a um. Uh, uh, advertisement about look at all this cool shit you can do in California. Yeah, but we're gonna. It's don't worry. Post apocalypse is still gonna be around. Yeah, cause, yeah, yeah. The, the, if it's a satire, yeah, yeah. The plastic surgery, yeah, like the surfer bros, um, hang gliding, hang. Yeah, like this is all cool shit we can do. Drive cool cars. Uh, we oh got, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Like the lowrider, yeah, culture and. Uh, you know Hollywood maps of celebrity maps. I, yeah, I don't forget that was that was Steve Buscemi's thing was map, yeah, map of the stars. Map of the stars. Um, yeah, I it was so weird. One of the uh, unintentionally funny moments that like I thought was hilarious, but I don't think it was made to be funny was uh, Snake befriends that woman, and uh, from you know, the Muslim from South Dakota, so she's been exiled. Yeah, yeah. She, she chose her own religion. Uh, and she's talking about how great LA is, and then she gets shot and dies, and I laughed so hard at that. One, because I think it was like a really bad acted death scene, <laughs> but it just out of nowhere <laughs> just gets shot, and then just kind of this bad like uh, uh, death scene. <laughs> like part of this, I think what kind of makes it fun is like it's kind of a it's a bad movie. Yeah, that I enjoyed watching. I had fun watching it. I it the whole time. Every time we go to a new. A new sequence. Yeah. We go from surfing the hang glide to, to motorcycle riding. Yeah. To, I'm just like, I feel like I'm watching those come to California commercials. They used to have oh, Arnold yeah. Schwarzenegger. Yeah, I remember Rob those, Lowe, yeah. Like, I'm playing golf. Yeah. Like, come to California. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is this shit? They say, they, they say all we do is hang out at the beach. Or all we do is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's kind of what it should, should be. Yeah. What does this movie do better than the original, 1981? Um, 
What does it do better? I think it kind of... Go ahead. Oh, I think it embraces the the silly silliness. Yeah. And it moves because of that. I think the first one maybe plods along a little slower, where this, like you said, it does go from, like, outrageous scene to, um, here's another outrageous scene. Yeah. Here's this, like... Like like a video game, it's like okay, here's this game, and then he beat that level, and now you're going. And here's this new game that he has to, yeah, this new yeah. tribe. Just one one thing LA, to the next yeah. to the next. It does have a be- have a better pace. Yeah, it doesn't take itself seriously at all. No. I don't think. And yeah, the first one definitely did. First right. one's like I think the first one was kind of making a statement on maybe uh, government and oh society yeah, or this yeah. perhaps it is, a, but maybe make the same as Emma, but doesn't in a more satirical way. Yeah. It, it it also almost I mean maybe this is just of doing a sequel but it kind of feels like a remake almost in a sense like it kind of follows a lot of the same beats but it's just kind of done and like alright we'll turn it up to 11 then yeah. make it even more silly I mean I was a little because I hadn't seen it before and so when he does one that submarine is highly maneuverable yeah <laughs> that scene was fucking hilarious when he lands a submarine, and then we get this really cool shot of a guy in the rain in the in the poncho. Yeah. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing here? And then, like, Snake looks back, and there's all these guys on jet skis, and or on surfboards, and yeah, floating out there. I'm like, oh, I like, I like what's going on here. We got this, like, protectors of the beach yeah. kind of thing. That was Bodian gang just, just hanging out. <laughs> just turned out to be surfer dudes that really had nothing to do with the movie. Yeah. Other than, you know, callback. Uh, or, you know, set, set it for later. <laughs> yeah. Snake has to learn how to surf. Re- recall Mr. Fonda. Yeah. And I just, like, I was like, oh, that's cool. I like what's going on here. Got this cool, mysterious gang here. What's going to happen? Mm-hmm. Nothing. I thought maybe they were cannibals or something. Yeah. No, that one. No, yeah. just... They, they, I don't know if the movie ever really made it very clear, uh... Was L.A. better than living in the United States? Because, <laughs> like, those guys just were like... You know, yeah, yeah, we just surf. Surf, bro. We just hang out. Yeah, we don't have to, like, live by the man's rules. Like, but then other parts of it is like, oh, there's, like, there's, like, a prison in here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, they'll force you to play basketball to entertain you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I need to hear you again. Uh, Kurt Russell made all those shots, including the full court shot. Nice. That's, yeah. Probably took a few. He practiced for weeks because he wanted everything to. Uh, he he wanted, uh, uh, you know. He I guess he didn't want to be ridiculed for his uh, inability. Yeah, you know. I mean, uh, yeah, we do that. You watch a baseball movie. Oh, that guy can't throw very well. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, Kurt really doesn't come off as like maybe the most athletic yeah, guy. But he wanted his shots to look legit. Yeah, I mean, I, it, that's cool. I'm sure it took him a lot of tapes. Yeah. but it's interesting though. Just because Snake Plissken doesn't seem like a pull up jumper kind of guy. That first shot is like, I don't like, like. Like Snake. When does Snake have time to play basketball? He didn't. He's never played a pickup game of basketball in his life. So then it makes you think, like, where did he learn this skill? Yeah. What happened in Cleveland? What happened in the escape from Cleveland? Yeah. Did he have to play basketball? Was he on the Cavaliers? <laughs> um, what didn't you like about Escape from L.A.? John Carpenter's Escape from L.A.? So it just probably was the visuals. Yeah. Just oh, it just looked so bad. The 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 most revolting was the hang gliding scene. Yeah. Uh, 
that just looked terrible. Like, he's just swinging these guys around on cables. Like, this doesn't look good at all. Come on. Yeah. Oh, yes. When he comes in with the guns ablazing, I was just like, he's clearly, like, you can see it. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's just hanging from something. Yeah, visually. Uh, it just doesn't, like, reading those other movies from 1996, it just doesn't feel like a movie from 1996. I don't, I don't think I just hold that against it, but if I was... In 1996, I went to saw Independence Day and Twister, and then saw this. I was like, "What is this? Yeah, what is this movie? This movie should have came out in, in '89." Yes, it just feels like a movie from from from, from a different time. Yeah, that was released um, in the wrong. Yeah, but it was so fucking bonkers. Yeah, it. I mean, I, the whole time I'm sitting there and I'm just, I don't know what I'm watching. I. But it was so fucking bonkers, I didn't care. Mm-hmm. I just like, that was cool. What do you got next for me? Yeah. And sure enough, they had something on, on deck, ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just very kind of, um, yeah, that B-level, like, there, I mean, there's some speeches in this movie where I'm just like, that's ridiculous, but also I dig it. I think uh, Cuervo's giving a speech about L.A. Yeah. You know, we're Los Angeles, you can't kill Los Angeles, or, or this city can kill anybody, or something like that. I was just like, fuck yeah. I liked Cuervo. Yeah. I liked him. What is what is the original do better in this movie? It is it is that more real action movie. I think, yeah. I think it is that um, more convincing. Yeah, this movie's kind of cartoony. Yeah. 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 Who's who's the who's the better villain, Cuervo Jones or the Duke of New York? Oh, I like the Duke. Isaac Hayes was just cool as fuck. Yeah. Um, Duke's number. Cor- Duke's uh. Duke's a okay. He's a okay. Yeah. That's right. But Cuervo's fun. Yeah. Like the. Uh, he's kind of fun. Buscemi is this little backstabber rat motherfucker's fun. Yeah. P- playing any side he can play. Yeah. 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 I did love. Uh, yeah, the, you know they they kind of do the same gag with with the tape uh, in both. Yeah, uh, yeah, the president again the tape. I, I did just I love it. And the fact <laughs> just being in the background of his, his voiceover for the the stars of the map. <laughs> I, I did like the addition of Buscemi to to, to this movie. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he, he was good as as Eddie. Map to the stars, Eddie. Yeah. Would you like to see a sequel? Kurt Russell reprising his role as Snake Plissken. And as I mentioned, John Carpenter's still alive. I'm going to be honest. I do want to see it. I want to see a new Escape movie. Yeah. Whether it be a sequel or I kind of want to see uh, Escape from Cleveland. Do you want to know what happened in Cleveland? I kind of want to know what happens in Cleveland, though. I do. I think I, I read that there's a one-off comic book that is Escape from Cleveland. Oh. That DC did. I'm going to get my hands on that. Yeah, I think there's a one-off that is that. Is that how Snake loses his eye? Um, is that how he gets the nickname Snake? I thought Cleveland was between New York and LA. Oh, is it before? I thought it was. Uh, oh, it's in between. In between. I always thought like I think Cle- it's after New York. Oh, okay. I always thought Cleveland was like Cleveland's what happened to Snake that turned him from like the decorated war hero to criminal Snake. Oh, that might be. Yeah, so I, I thought it was before uh, everything. Yeah, that might be. Yeah. Um, I thought I thought it was between, but. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, it could was, be. I mean, yeah. so obviously I'm having the snake between New York and L.A. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, but I, I, you know, Kurt Russell's the shit. Yeah. And I, if Kurt and John got together, like, hey, let's let's do another skate movie, mm-hmm. 
I'd be all I'd be all on board for it. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna steal this from from the ringer, but would this movie or a sequel or the story of Stank Blazing make uh, for a good ten episode Netflix series? Maybe I want to know. Like in, before Escape from New York, the reason he's a criminal is what he tried to uh, rob the, the the National Reserve. I'd like to see that. There's just so many like little things people say about Snake that like I'd like to. Yeah, I, I want to dive into that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. There could there really could be a cool early early days of Snake. Yeah, uh, a cool Snake Pliskin series. All right. They're really cool. And then you also and, do that decorated wardrobe. Yeah, and because you could do that, you know, you don't have to have Kurt Russell. You could get. Just someone to play a young Snake Plissken. His son, Corey, whatever oh, I Russell. Didn't, I didn't know he had a son. He's yeah, got a son who acts. Let's get Corey in there. Yeah. Man. Or maybe you have a fun like future to past flashback thing. We got Kurt Russell as old timey Snake, relaying his story. Yeah. That'd be fun. Wyatt Russell. Wyatt Russell. Good That's name. Uh, I don't know if you know this movie, uh, Ice Cubes. Uh, uh, I was called Escape from Mars. Uh, Ghosts of Mars. Do you remember that movie? Yeah, I saw. So, that. I saw that in the theaters. That is John Carpenter's Ghosts of Mars. Yes, it is. Originally, that movie was supposed to be Escape from Mars, starring Kurt Russell. Oh but shit! But Escape from LA did poorly financially, and so a sequel to the Escape movies was scrapped, and instead the script, the script was rewritten and became Ghosts of Mars. Would you like to see Escape from Mars starring Kurt Russell? Yeah. And somehow Mars becomes a prison colony <laughs> and Kurt Russell has to escape from it. Yeah, I'd watch it. Yeah. Kurt Russell. Absolutely. The president somehow ends up in Mars. Kurt Russell has to go there. They've uh, somehow told him if he doesn't complete his mission, he'll die of some sorts. That's crazy. I yeah. have no idea. Is that a good movie? Ghost of Mars? Ghost of Mars? Ghosts of Mars is one of those movies, I believe I saw it, in a, a period like what we talked about now. We're in a lull period yeah. for movie releases. If that movie came out this weekend, yeah, that would be a good movie to go see this weekend because it is just a brainless, not good, no, it's not a good movie. Not good. It's not a good movie. Uh, it's fucking nuts. Yeah. Ice Cube has some fun in it. Right. There's some cool gunplay. It's probably early Cube, too. Oh, early acting yeah. Cube. Oh, yeah. Maybe, maybe you know, Boys in the Hood was early, but maybe yeah. one of his is post. Maybe his first post Boys in the Hood movie. I'm not sure. Yeah, but yeah. definitely before like Barbershop or yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was early. Yeah, well, so that was the original. It might have been before Three Kings. If they did Escape from Mars, we would obviously review it as a sequel to Escape from LA. Would we also have to review it as a, as a remake of Ghost of Mars? Oh, a double, a double, we double, double up. Uh, that'd be a first. Yeah. A sequel that is also a remake. Oh, man, that'd be crazy. Uh, of, of a rewritten script. What about a remake of Escape from L.A. or New York? No, no. Timing-wise, this is about the time. If it was going to happen, we're in the time where it would happen. Yeah, you know, if they if they want to do a remake and they started with a remake of Escape from New York, yeah. I think I'd be okay with it. But just as a remake of Escape from yeah. L.A., no. I want, I want that cheesy, shitty look to maintain. Yeah. My problem, especially maybe coming off Point Break, is they would try to escape from New York or LA, and they were just too serious. They'd be, it'd be yeah. too serious of a movie. Yeah, you're right. And, um, yeah, I don't... I mean, you got John Wick. 
outside of that, the only other action stars we got are like comic book heroes. I don't, I don't know if we're, I don't know if we're ready for a Snake Plissken. It's been a long time since we've had like a a, a personality. Yeah. Uh, you know, before John Wick, you had Liam Neeson from Taken. Yeah, the dude. Yeah, the and what's that Taken? What? Yeah, what's that guy's name? Brian. Did you know that? <laughs> I didn't. His name's Brian. I couldn't have pulled that out of my Brian Mills is yeah. Brian, the great Brian Mills. I just I don't know if it has Snake Plissken or you know <laughs> Rambo or you know Brian Mills. Brian is it's the most normal name. <laughs> Brian Mills. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if we're ready to touch Escape from New York. Yeah. Especially because, like, again, I I don't think I've ever seen the movie. To me, these movies are just Snake Plissken movies, and Kurt Russell's kind of Snake Plissken. Yeah, he is Snake Plissken. Yeah. yeah. So that's really what you're doing. Maybe if he kind of just took the concept of because that's kind of cool. Like the idea, if they would remade it, I would like it to be Escape from New York. Maybe it doesn't star Snake Plissken. Uh, or maybe at the end you find out that the guy's Snake. Well, what's Snake's name? Is Bob? His name's Bob Pliskin? I think I read that in trivia. I don't I think don't I remember. I don't think I actually remember that being uttered. I think it was just uh, IMDb trivia. But maybe you just have a character brought in, decorated war hero, turned criminal, who has to go save the president. And then at the end it's revealed that he's Snake. Maybe. So that way, no. you know, take the pressure off the guy. He's not trying to be Snake Pliskin. But I want the movie to explore New York as a prison. Yeah. And maybe just kind of get more into that. Um, sure. Yeah. You know. How does it work? How do they get fed? Gotta, is there lights out? Gotta uh, fend for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what, how big is Manhattan? I don't know. It's, you know I want to I get really into it. Um, Escape from L.A. Did we need it? Although I really enjoyed it, yeah. no, I don't think we needed it. I think I'm fine with just Escape from New York. Yeah, I've been yeah. cool with that. Yeah. I mean, I did, I, I, I would like to just get it out there. I did really enjoy I, watching this and movie. And I, I feel like Kurt Russell's really turning it on for this movie. Yeah. I feel like he's just, I kind of watch these, I, I, I took maybe two days apart for watching these. But I feel like Escape from New York, he was really turning it on, like the snake voice. You know? Yes. He was real, gra- you know. It's like, it's like. Batman Begins to Dark Knight. Yeah. Like, as far as Christian... It's like the same thing. Just really turned on the Batman yeah. voice. Um, I asked you why. At, in the beginning, he goes by Snake, and at the end, he goes by Pliskin. The end of Escape from L.A. It hit blowing up the match and saying, Welcome to the human race. What does that mean? Um, I get the symbolism of the match, maybe. But what does Welcome to the Human Race mean? Other than just being a cool way to end a movie. I have. I mean, it's a cool line. I was like, I don't know what the fuck. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means either. Welcome to the human race. So maybe. Boom, end a movie. He's saying, okay, say goodbye to all your technology because I just. I just took it out. This is it. Back to caveman days. Back to our core. What are we at our core, Mark? The human human race. Okay. I buy that. Yeah. We don't have fire yet. He just blew it out. He just blew it out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It is a cool fucking line. It's though. a cool line to end a movie <laughs> that I just question. You know? <laughs> what the hell does that mean? But given the context of the movie and how it starts and how it ends, 
who gives a shit? Yeah, you know, that, that's, that was my take from it. It, it was kind of like the, this is Los Angeles, we can kill anybody. I was just like, fuck yeah. <laughs> blow, blow up the, welcome to the human race. I was like, shit, yeah, we are. <laughs> this is the human race. Thank you for doing it. <laughs> All right, Ghost of Mars, let's turn it on. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you're good just watching Escape from New York, though. Although, yeah. L.A. is fun. This it is, is fun. a fun movie to watch. It's so bizarre. Give it a little, pop some popcorn and watch this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy. Both very short movies. Both coming in an hour and 40 minutes. Appreciate that. Yeah, Mark likes that runtime. Love a good runtime. That's a Mark, Mark runtime. Like, when I'm going to a theater and I'm looking at runtimes, I don't think about long, short. I'm uh, like, Mark or not Mark? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I had to look. Rocket Man, two hours, one minute. Perfect. Because, again, I saw this on a Sunday. Opening weekend, I go, shit, there's going to be 20 minutes of previews. Two-hour movie. Okay, that's two two and a half hours. So this movie starts at 2.30. I'm getting out at 5 o'clock. 15 minutes, travel there and back. Yeah. You got to factor all that stuff in. That's a, a four-hour day. Oh, you see a movie, it's two hours, 35 minutes? Like, oh, man, what if it sucks? You know? What if it's Godzilla, King of the Mountains? <laughs> I'm not saying it sucks. Apparently, one guy told me I had to go. Now. Now. I'm gonna leave. <laughs> after this, after I hit end, I'm going to go see it. <laughs> Uh, do you have thoughts on Escape from New York, John Carpenter's uh, Escape from L.A., Kurt Russell in general? What's he up to? Hateful Eight? Is that what, that's that was the last thing. thing. Yeah, and, and he's still alive in case. He's always popping out like some like indie western. Oh, he did that Santa Claus movie for Netflix. That's that. right, I watched that. Yeah, I did not Actually, see that. Yeah, I enjoyed so, that movie. Yeah, Kurt Russell. Um, yeah, he did that. He did like Bone Hatchet or Bone Tomahawk or something. Oh, yeah. Like I hear those movies are violent, like so a, I don't know if I'll like ever see those. Violent. Uh, Western. There's that, like, there's that brawl in Cell Block 88 with Vince Vaughn. And then uh, I think he just... There's another one with Mel Gibson that just came out. Gravel Pit or something. He's just the same director, but I hear that guy makes a pretty pretty graphic... Well, Bone? The same guy did Bone? Bone yeah, Bone Tomahawk. That was graphic as fuck. Yeah. So he has two other movies, which oh. I hear are also very, very graphic. That's, that's this guy's style. Okay. Yeah, so... If you like Bone Tomahawk, so maybe check out... Uh, Eli Roth of Kurt yeah. Russell Directors. Yeah, check out uh, Brawl and Cell Block 88 with Vince Vaughn as a prisoner. I might check that out. Yeah, I think it's on Amazon. Huh. Prime, yeah. Uh, so that'll do it for this week. Um, are we continuing? Are we, we talked about it. Are we continuing prison theme? Yeah, we're doing, uh, so we did Keanu month last we month. We did Keanu so, month. Oh yeah, I think uh, June is uh, prison break month. Prison break month, yeah. So we either, we, we got a couple, we're, we'll, we'll discuss what's next, but they're out there. They're there. You can find them. Uh, so that'll do it for this week. Until next week, we'll be back. Wait, what, what did I say? This has been Don't Be That Guy, Got a Sequel Remix. Lights out. Catches on quick, doesn't she? <laughs> <laughs>